I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Everybody is trying to get better in this new year, whatever that might be for you. Maybe you want to lose a couple pounds. Maybe you want to read a few more books. Maybe you want to make more money. I don't know. I have no idea. But I do know that when you get to be old and cranky like we are, Happiness at your employer is a really big deal. We have an awesome company in central Iowa. It's called Mechdyne. You may have driven by. I love driving to Iowa State basketball games, and you see the lit-up football complex and all that cool AV technology. Yeah, Mechdyne did that. They do all this awesome stuff, but not just here in central Iowa, all over the world. And they love hiring cyclones. You could work for a great company, for great people. Check them out at mechdyne.com and the careers page. I could not endorse them more. These are phenomenal people who I love dearly. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Time for tonight's podcast. We start off a little somber, unfortunately, but let's fire up some English. All right, we got to lead with the. It was a good weekend in a lot of ways, but man, that Iowa State women's game yeah. at Oklahoma. Huge bummer. I can deal with the loss yes, in that game. Absolutely. It's a top 20 team. You're playing on the road. Stephanie Suarez goes down in the first half and. First five minutes. Yeah. All things considered, doesn't look good based on quotes from Bill Finley after the game to the Cyclone yeah. Radio Network. Non, non-contact injury. Just looked bad. And you could see her, you know, almost mouth that she knew it wasn't great. I mean, she's had a the unfortunate part, C-Dub, is she's had a torn ACL and MCL before. Yeah. I don't know what that means in regards to, you know, this looked like an injury to her left leg. I don't, I don't know enough about Stephanie's history to know if that's the same leg. Is it the different leg? But the point is, she looked like she felt something that she did not. Um, yeah, that was not a great thing. It, and that's where, like, 
you you feel bad like when you're watching like I'm a Vikings fan and one of your team gets hurt, somebody gets hurt. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, this sucks, but it's more like, but then you like with the Iowa state thing, it's just so much more human and like, and that's terrible. That sounds really bad. But when you know them and you know, the people that they're traveling with and like, it's young people. And like, I just, I was sick to my stomach. Yeah, I couldn't cool. even enjoy the game. They made the nice little comeback. And I just, my heart hurts so bad for her based on her background Getting up here, this sucks. And you know her, you know her goals and her aspirations of why she's here to begin with, and that's to make it professionally. And you know that's, that's the that's the tough part is you know student athletes, and in her case, she's an international student, so she can't receive any NIL. So that's changed a little the dynamic a little bit. But now, if it is a significant knee injury, that greatly limits her career opportunities in the next nine months if she wanted to pursue professional basketball and i think she did and so it's like it's you feel feel for the team because obviously it's going to be tough to reach iowa state's goals that it had without because she was an an incredible basketball player but then you start thinking about her and her since she was averaging 15 and 10 like that's the sacrifices of what she did to go from sao paulo to NAIA to Ames and everything that is to, to have this opportunity to play professionally for a living. And just like that, I mean, you just, you just, you're gutted, but that's the, that sucks. That's just sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's sports, but it's, it's brutal. And you just, you feel for that entire program, but you feel mostly for her because that's, you know, it's a dream that just kind of goes away. Now she'll battle back. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe we'll knock on wood I, and it's not, I, I, I made a couple of texts after the game and got the same thing that Bill. I don't I don't think anybody's hiding anything here. It doesn't look good. Yeah, no, you can't know for sure yeah. until you get the MRI tomorrow. They are anticipating sure. the worst, but they're still going to do the MRI on Monday, and we'll see. Yeah, you just know. totally. And then the the unfortunate part is is Beatrice Jordao just medically retired a week ago, and she was another post that was going to play and now you're down to if Suarez if it is significant it's Morgan Kane and and what I would say really did for most of the game today was play Naidu at the five and you're just they just they can't they can't match up with most teams that way so especially the ones like that gave you so much optimism going into this year it's like oh man we finally have a matchup for Texas and Baylor and Suarez was the best post player in the big 12 yeah in the non-conference, and she was a game changer. If you if you had so. like a draft, like she may have been the top pick in the Big Twelve, definitely in the top three, five, three five, yeah, it's right, absolutely. It's, Am I wrong? No, I no, you're not wrong. Okay, it's just a bummer, and yeah, I I still remember like it was yesterday. I was on the the trip uh, when Nikki Weeben tore ACL in Austin, and then we got stranded that night because of weather, mm. and it was a horrible. 36 hours because it's just like you're around these people and you feel for them first and foremost, but then you throw in the, the whole mental aspect of, well, now how do we recover? The good news is from that story, just a little blight, a, a part of optimism here. Jocelyn Anderson came out of nowhere that year and led Iowa state back to an NCAA tournament. So now does, is there a Jocelyn Anderson on this roster? I'm not, I'm not totally sure, oh. but it's, it's, unfortunately it's the nature of it where, you just you got to find a way, and I think this team is still pretty talented. They'll, they'll certainly yeah, win the tournament. I mean, but this, I mean, this basically the same team that went to the Sweet Sixteen. It, a year it ago. is, yeah. So like, but without Jordao now, correct. too. And so yeah. you need Morgan Kane to 
you know, really be productive and or, you know, maybe it's Zingaro, maybe that Naidu plays some, I don't know what it Can is. Can Vic play? I mean, we yeah, maybe it's Vic. I haven't, yeah, we haven't sure. seen much of her. I, I don't know. But you just, you just feel first and foremost for, for Stephanie. She's a wonderful that's, young person. That's another just, thing too. There's, sucks. she's just such a popular mm-hmm. person around all of Iowa state that they love her. Like, I mean, I remember talking to, I think it was Lexi at one of our road shows. And I, I asked her about, it's just on the side, like how's Stephanie doing? And, and she started glowing. Just be like, you know, honestly, she's just, it's great to have her on the court, but like, we just love having her around. She's just so nice. And like, you know, it just sucks. Um, okay. Let's just take a really, uh, just a hard break there and move on to more positive. Shall yeah, we? absolutely. I, I just, think- I wanted to leave with that. That's the most important story of the weekend. Here's the thing though. The women play at home on Wednesday. And I don't think there'll be a better pick-me-up for that team if Hilton's jam-packed. And not only Suarez gets a, re- a nice reception, but that entire team's going to need Hilton. It's a good K-State team. And this is when Iowa State fans rise to the occasion. Is they, they need to be that sixth that six person. We were talking about getting the boys and girls out there, right? Maybe this is the time. Um, so our friends at, at Danielson Law, this is cool. I like companies that think into the future so if you ever needed the notary and you're like well how do i what the hell am i supposed to do always annoying it's like where do i go for that (laughs) you ever needed that yes luckily you gotta like call around like you're a notary luckily lynn and in my office is is notarized so like i can just go to her but how do you how do you find it or how do you become notarized well the good thing is that jeremy danielson is notarized he's a notary yeah he can do it and you can do it remotely now what? Yes. I should have known this like So three all you have ago. to have is a computer. Um, you've basically got to have like an internet connection. Got that. Email address and a phone number. And Jeremy and Danielson Law can take care of the rest. So let's say like you're you're in the Bahamas and something blows up at work and you've got to get something notarized. They're calling their um, uh, this uh, the system Ron <laughs> is what, uh, what they're calling it. Call you, Ron. You can get notarized um, just like that through our friends at Danielson Law. So it's really really cool. We'll, we'll continue to tell you more about it, but um, check them out at DanielsonLaw.com. That's a cool service. That actually makes you feel better because I always panic. Like, yeah, no, no. do I know that's you a notary? Don't, you don't have to you panic don't. anymore. Danielsonlaw.com. D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
The men go on the road to TCU. I thought this was a terrible spot going into it. TCU played their best half of basketball at Baylor in the second half on Wednesday. And the Iowa State Cyclones dominated the game for 38 minutes. <laughs> they had a meltdown. <laughs> they had a meltdown in the last two. The big shot, Gabe Kalsher. How cool. Comes through in the end. I did a pretty, uh, if you guys want, like, can't get enough on this game. I did a 15-20 minute recap of that game last night. I was had a lot of thoughts on that. I'm going to try and not repeat myself too much. But, boom, I just thought that my biggest takeaway from the game was that you had these two games where you're hitting all these threes. Well, this game, you go four of 16. You dominate inside. Um, Jones bounces back. Oshuni with four offensive rebounds. Like, there were so many different guys who contributed. Trey King, this wasn't a, oh, Caleb got hot type of game. This was a systematic, uh, really a hell of a coaching job by Iowa State. And just a really, really awesome win. That's the best win of the season. No doubt. Uh, Four threes made, three free throws made. And you win the game on the road against a top 20 team. Second chance points, fast break point. Like you just did it all. And it wasn't pretty at the end, but great point where now you've seen six, seven, eight different guys start to appear and do game changing things in the Big 12. Last year, it was really, you know, what is Brockington going to give you? And that's about it. You know, maybe Kalsher would chip in, but it's Trey King was awesome yesterday. He had 20 of the best minutes he's played in an Iowa State uniform, no question, against men. Like he proved he belonged. This that's that's a big game changer going forward. And then Gabe with a monster shot. Like you're so happy for him because he's been he's been maligned a little bit. Or and he was 05 before that. And he just he just kept plugging away. He, I thought he played great. I mean, he, he did a phenomenal job on Miles. You had the controversy leading up to that where Miles gets the, what, three or the, at least two of the leg kickouts that shouldn't have been fouls. And Iowa State dealt with adversity and got over the hump. And now you are in a tremendous position going forward. And it's not, you know, you're not in a, you know, let's win the Big 12 championship type of situation. But you are in a phenomenal spot to not only make the dance, but C-Dub, if, if there is seeding right now, and and we're, three we're seed? you're probably a three or four or five seed definitely in the one at the the lower high end however you look at it would be a five seed so in tremendous position you get a home game against Texas Tech and it just hasn't happened very often that Iowa State's been three and zero in Big Twelve play in fact it's only happened one other time in the history of the Big Twelve Iowa State has been three and zero only one other time and that is way back in January of two thousand. January of 2000. What were you doing January of 2000? Um, you would have been we've been a freshman. You would have been I was, a freshman at Clarinda High School. I was fresh off of surviving the millennium. <laughs> yes. You Why know, we all were worried about We were worried that the world was going to end. And Jamal Tinsley was dropping triple doubles against Missouri. You had Marcus Pfizer figuring it out. And Larry Stacey's Iowa State Cyclones started 4-0 that year. And uh, you like? Do you prefer Christina or Brittany? Ex- well, I, yeah. you know, back then, honestly, I was more of a Christina. Me fan. too. I mean, I think you learn the older you get that Britney's the icon here, right? And I feel you feel bad for. So this was the number one song. 
at this time when I would say it was 3 and 0 in 2000. Christina was just as big. I actually think she has a better voice. Oh, I don't think there's any question about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, if you had, if if I died today, I'd rather Christina sing at my funeral than Britney. That's a weird. And it actually would be a thing good thing to say, but probably yeah. be back because I haven't got the Hope Wood yet. <laughs> Hopewoodjd.com. Get yourself a will. Before will you day. pick out your song at your funeral, yeah, call Hope first. Who do you think has a classier voice, Britney or Christina? I mean, I don't, I don't. It's, Christina, I guess. Listen to those pipes. Did you realize that 2000 team? Martin Reinsick was a player on that. He's got now he's got a son that's uh, like a three or four star recruit. Really? Yeah. So does Stince. Stince, yeah. How old does that make you feel, everybody? So anyway, this is rare fight air. Hey, hey the, yeah, the, the, this is it doesn't happen. This and is this, a deal. Just team. sit back and enjoy yeah, it. Time. Three and zero in the Big Twelve. Uh, none of Hoiberg's teams were ever three and zero. Wow, really? Yeah, the, the, it's only happened twice, and that was Eustachie's team in two thousand and this one. And you recall how that season ended? Elite Eight. Oh, is that a predi- no? Is that a prediction? It's not. Um, here's a question for Iowa State fans. Would you go through the misery of how that Elite Eight game ended in 2000 to go back to the Elite Eight? Like, if you knew you would have pain brought to to a time that I don't even like watching that game because it brings so many bad memories, but would you experience the highs if you knew you were going to have an awful low at the end? It's an interesting psychological question. Absolutely. You'd get to the Elite Eight if you knew you were going to have just complete pain well, and agony that resulted from not making the Final Four when you were the best team. You were better than Michigan State, and that was the national championship So what? Game. Would you rather not go to the tournament? I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to go through that again. That I've never been more angry in my life than that Elite Eight game in 2000. I'm not an angry person, I, when I was, but I've when never I was been so angry. Vegas, um, I was talking with, um, actually it was Derek Stevens at, <laughs> name dropping. <laughs> just, just talking with the head of the the owner of Circus Sports. No I, I was with him and Mike Palm, and that game got brought up. Oh and like, even I'm, my point is, I'm pointing out these national like odds maker guys even brought that uh, up. The job about how it was the biggest screw job in history. And it's my one of my favorite fun facts about that game. The columnist in the uh, Chicago Tribune had this had this headline following the game in 2000. Small-time refs take heart out of big-time game. Oof. Guess who the columnist was? Where were we at again? 2000, Chicago it, Tribune. Chicago Tribune columnist. You're not going to get it, but you're going to... Jay Mariotti? You're gonna, that's a good guess. Skip Bayless. Wow. Skip Bayless was the I didn't know columnist. he was in Chicago. Yeah, he was a columnist for the Tribune, and he's got other issues right now. But, man, it's like that was, that was the best Iowa State team I've ever seen in my life to this day. Yeah, and to have and this this well, team is not. I'm not comparing that team to this team. That's there's so, so markedly different, but it's still pretty cool that you are three and zero regardless. Absolutely, and and I think that they they've proven that there's absolutely nothing fluky about what they're doing. No. Saturday was big for me because again, it showed me them doing it in a couple different ways. Like this wasn't, which leads me into Tuesday. I hate this game. I hate Tex. I hate these matchups with Texas Tech in the Otzelberger era because it's like they're doing the same thing. You know, they're they're they just play the same way that we do, and it just 
this game terrifies me, and there's fans chuckling right now because some of you are giving me a hard time because I I picked Baylor to win and I picked TCU to win. I did pick Iowa State to beat Oklahoma. Thank you. But um, that you brought up the 2000 team, and like I, I I was watching Iowa beat Rutgers today, so they've won two in a row. After starting 0 and 3. That helps the RPI. It actually did. Like, it jumped up. I yeah. watched Iowa State's metrics bounce. Thanks a lot, friend. With that. And my point was enjoy this while we have it. I do expect this team to be in the tournament. They've changed expectations, they've earned all of it. This is, they're still going to be a stretch. Oh, yeah. Right in this league. And, like, you look at the next three games, and, and, and listen, Tech it like again. I, I I hate this game. Like I I don't like the matchup. I don't like anything about it. I'll pick Iowa State to win it because it's at home. The way that they're playing, but um, man, just buckle up because every night, man, every night, and the, for some reason the road teams keep winning, which they went zero five on Saturday, weird. which is really odd. You expect that to turn back around, but maybe not. The, the good news, <laughs> Tech is very injured right now. So they really have, who yeah. do they have out? Uh, several guys. Okay, like three of their top eight. Oh, I didn't even realize that. are going to be that. missing the game. That was Tuesday. the case last year, names, too. Yep. Very similar. And Iowa State gutted one out. And then Texas Tech is just not as good defensively. They're still good. Yeah. They're not They're as like good. They're like 22nd or something like that. And so it's it's one of those things that's like, gosh, it's a good time to play them. They they are now 0-3 in the Big 12. They're the worst-ranked team in Ken Palm. But yet, you know those guys are going to still fight. They're going to be Banner's missing some guys. So O'Banner's still healthy. Uh, but they're missing some serious punch that they, I didn't, they didn't realize have much to begin with. Okay. So Isaacs is hurt. Uh, Isaacs is hurt. He's basically their third best player. Uh, Bacho, their big guy, I don't think he's going to play. He's and then, good. And then KJ Allen is also go- probably going to be missing on Tuesday, and he's a rotation guy. So, but O'Banner and Harmon can still beat you, and then they're they're tough. They're still going to be tough. I, I but I would say it'll be favored by you know five to eight points in Hill, and they should be. And it's a game that. If you want to, if you want to finish in the top half, you like you, this is an important game to win because I don't think Tech is going enough the wrong way, and I don't like their roster to begin with. The Big Twelve's good enough. I don't see them finishing the top half, so you're going to have to clean up at home. Yeah, these are the games. The bottom you gotta, half teams, you got to win. This is a, and I, I just can, it's not the end, end of the world. And this also made this team really stressed down the stretch last year because you lost some of those games. At home, right. That's the thing. Is like you're 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 plus two Tim Floyd standings, man. You're plus two of the Tim Floyd standings, but the, the Tim Floyd standings also mean you need to win at home if you want to be there. And you know, credit K State won twice on the road. Um, you know, Kansas is going to be right there. So every game's big. Uh, Tuesday's another big one. It, Iowa State four zero in Big Twelve play again. It's only happened one other time. And that was two thousand. That two thousand team. Started four and zero. It lost to Oklahoma and was four and one. So, no Iowa State team has ever started the Big Twelve conference play in men's basketball five and zero. I was going through stats last night, and is is Shun? I'm going to start with the bad, and then I'm going to take this into good. Shun averaging three point three rebounds per game. Is that the most disappointing individual stat on the team? Yes. Me too what i thought and he's really picked it up the last been much better you know the last three games it's almost like he was waiting for do you feel that way too i do i do it was like all right i came here to play in the big 12 now it's now it's big 12 time he seems like he's taking it up a notch it, and he looks ready for the challenge and he i thought he did fine i mean lampkin's a good player for for tcu 
but it's every day. Now you got O'Banner and you got you know the bigs for Tech, and then it's Kansas next Saturday. So other it's a other big week thing for that June. screamed to me from that game was Grill. You know, didn't get on the board until that clutch three at the end. But I, I would guess that most people watching the game didn't feel like he was so quiet. No, he was he made everywhere. such an impact in so many other ways. He has turned himself into such a good defender and rebounder. I mean, how many I, he had to have? He's averaging almost five rebounds. Yeah, I mean, a game. he was he was tremendous, and it's just it just felt like he was he's always in the right spot, which you would hope at at his age to be. But no, let's let's look up what Caleb had, and that was the great thing. And they talked about it on the broadcast, and it's it's always nice. Fran and and Hollenberg do such a good job. But you had the balance scoring for Iowa State, and that hasn't always been the case. And, and Grill wasn't even one of those, but three points, five rebounds, uh, a couple of assists, had a turnover, but just some solid defensive plays. And, you know, Caleb Grill in conference play right now, C-Dub, he, it's hard to get him off the floor, which is a credit to him. In three games, 37 minutes, 37 minutes, 36 minutes. He's by far and away the most minutes for Iowa State in Big 12 play. And it, it really is a neat story about, you know, when he was a freshman here under under Prome, a lot of people are like, is this guy really a Big 12 player? He's turned himself into one of the most valuable uh, players. And I'm so happy for guys like him and Kalsher who have been through a lot in their careers to have this kind of moment where they get the limelight. It's been awesome to, to see. Because they're good. Like they're, you hate to say that because, you know, yeah. we're not going to say that's a bad guy, clearly. But they really are. Like Caleb and Gabe are tremendous people, and both could have left. Caleb still has another year if he wants to use it. I think he's going to. So he can, man, the numbers he's putting up, you add him into what I would say could bring back next year. And Jones, too. And Jones, too. Yeah. That's a pretty it's that's a very, pretty good core. Very formidable. And, and if you think about. You know, <laughs> I actually what, think that's really important to get some. You need some age on yes, that team next year. Because you're going to have. I mean, Omaha is tremendous. Uh, Momsilovich is going to be great. Fish is going to be good. Hamilton's going to be good. But you need some veteran presence in there. That's why if they can get Caleb and Jones to come back, pair them with Lipsy and everything else they got coming through. I think Watson showed, had some flashes yesterday of being a dynamite player. Trey King still got eligibility. Uh, this train's not slowing down. Whiffles hi- Hybrids been fiercely independent since the year 1946 when you choose wiffles you're not just picking a superior seed corn you're making a statement one that says staying independent staying family-owned means something on your farm so make your choice plant your independence plant wiffles baby segment two here on the williams and bloom sunday night podcast is always presented by our friends at wiffles hybrids we do our big 12 segment here on segment two and let's look at ken palm real quick as we update the projections and they have changed now there are more than two teams projected to have winning records now iowa state is one of the four uh the computers have iowa state finishing 10 and 2 in the league tied with believe it or not kansas state now projected to finish 10 and what a story what a story for them who gets the kansas job Texas job, you mean? Yes, I'm sorry. The Texas job. <sighs> I don't know. Do they call Tang? Yes, they should. I, I he's he's got an interesting backstory though. He's not like a traditional. I mean, obviously, he spent all that time at Baylor, but I think he 
I think he went to a really small school as an undergrad. Um, yeah, Charter Oak State, which is the first time I've heard of that until I just looked it up. He was a high school coach until he worked at Baylor, so he doesn't really have extensive Power 5 experience. But no, you have to look at that guy. Um, do you call Rick Barnes? I saw that floated out there at Tennessee. Mm. You know, Barnes was there for 15 years and made a couple Final Fours. That's an interesting situation. They they clearly don't have a, a Does, problem with the budget. Did Del Conte hire Jamie Dixon? He would have. This Jamie Dixon, Jamie Dixon's alma mater is TCU. Yeah, but you. Man, I'm just throwing that yeah, out there. I, yeah, I think you've got Musselman was on there. Musselman would be on there for sure. I don't think Texas needs to go and hire the flashy guy. They need to get the best coach. Well, that's, that's where Tang. Me. I mean, Tang's relationships and that state are phenomenal. Plus he's by all accounts good at his job. Um, would you rather have him or Scott drew right now? If you're Texas, I mean, I mean, Scott drew would, I would be the other Scott one. Drew. I mean, he'd be, he'd be on. I mean, I'm a, that's my guy. Right. I'm but not no, taking many I, people over him. K state. It's, it's an, that's a crazy team. I mean, I've, I've seen them a couple of times and they're literally winning with like a, a guy, my size at, at guard that the, just the little dude who has just been, phenomenal in Marquise Noel and then Keontae Johnson's the Florida transfer and they're putting up a bunch of points. They've been fun to watch. It's it's interesting though. If K State's at 10 and 8, Iowa State's at 10 and 8 too. But like we said about that tech game, if you look at Iowa State's remaining games left and there's 15 of them, the most confidence Pomeroy has to win is Tuesday against Tech yep. at 66%. So that is the most likely win remaining. And we all know that's not going to be easy. So it just goes to show, sure, 3-0 is awesome. But uh, there's still some some heavy waters to churn through. There's just the house money aspect of getting the two on the road, especially I, at TCU. I, I, maybe I'm going to end up being dead wrong here. I still think TCU could be a team. They probably aren't going to win the Big 12. I realize that. But that's a top half Big 12 team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I truly, truly believe that. Like, I... And and th- this whole deal too, it's like you're you're three and zero, but man, you're like two plays away from one and two, and then you feel all different, but really you haven't well, played that differently. And like this this league's nuts. You remember how great last year was? Iowa State didn't win conference game number four, Chris, uh, last year until February fifteenth. Wow! So they had that stretch, but it was a real struggle. Now they 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 reeled off four in a row then in late February to get themselves into the tournament. So. To your point, you are playing with house money, but it can go sideways pretty fast. Yeah, I too. mean, at that point, there were the Otzelbergers not cut out for this job Absolutely. threats popping yeah. up on so the remember they, Fanatic. It was the win at TCU that really turned it around, and then they destroyed Oklahoma. Brockington has the game winner against West Virginia, and then they go on the road and BK State, and you're, then you're in. So, yes, 3-0 is great. Uh, I still think the magic number to get to the NCAA tournament is still going 8-10. and 10, So, you, if you're doing it that way, you have five more wins to get. And you'll be in no matter what, but uh, certainly a great place to be right now. All right, let's look at what's coming up this week in the league. As the two Kansas schools and Iowa State are lone uh, 3-0. I love it. I love it. Um, Tuesday, we have, of course, Texas Tech, Iowa State. That is another Big 12 now ESPN Plus game. Yeah, we got a we got a good, string we got a string of uh, good, Big 12 now games coming good up. Stretch of those, yeah. Um, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. K-State will be favored there. We've got Oklahoma at Kansas. Kansas will be a substantial favorite. 
Uh, Baylor at West Virginia is kind of interesting. I mean, you, you feel like Baylor's got to be in desperation mode at this point. No doubt. And then TCU, Texas as well on Wednesday. West Virginia's in desperation mode. Yeah. And it... Who's better? What's Baylor, right? I, Baylor's better. I, West Virginia, that was a that was a dud for them on Saturday. That was... They they just got beat up. Is he losing his, his magic? I... It's a brand new roster, but they... I know, but like, is is Huggins one of those guys who's going to struggle with the constant roster turnover? Maybe. May, and they just, they didn't... I mean, they got destroyed on the glass. They're 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 not turning teams over as much as they once just did. I feel just feel like yeah. the way Huggins wants to coach you, it's really important to have some veterans back to... Great point. Hey, guys, uh, coach still loves you. Even though he's swearing at you constantly, like well, that's an interesting point. And he's he's the turnover. Like what Bob Knight do very well in this era, right? Because you got it's a, you got to be around for a while to develop. Yeah, like it's and that's a that's an easy system to be like, man, this year was miserable. I'm yeah, quitting. F this guy like, type of thing. Just a theory. It's it's and there somebody. The thing is, somebody has to lose, and right now it's been West Virginia and Baylor. That'll be a fascinating game on Wednesday, as that's kind of a winner-go-home type of thing. Uh, then we look ahead to Saturday. Uh, the big one is Iowa State-Kansas, another ESPN Plus game. Again, this is... This is I, we know this what we're doing. The, this is the example I've used for you people when it comes to like why streaming is going to be... like. It's not a coincidence that on Saturday they had the Iowa State road game and the Kansas road game on ESPN Plus. Both were. Yeah, Iowa State was on U. It was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was on Plus. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, it well, whatever. whatever. But K- Kansas was definitely yeah. at West Virginia. The line. reason they're putting Iowa State-Kansas on Saturday on, because that, they know our fan bases will scoop think, up these subscriptions. Think about this. Iowa State tomorrow will be ranked probably 16th or 17th. Okay. Kansas might move up to two. You're going to have a top 20 game in Allen Fieldhouse on the Plus. Mm-hmm. Which is really, like, it's somewhat unfortunate. I understand what we're doing here for ESPN. Yeah, they're just and, making and they money can. on it's their, Iowa State and Kansas I, fans. It, but it's also a little bit of a disservice to the national audience who, I, they can promote it, but it's it's one thing to promote it and then yeah. have it on the sports bar at Buffalo Wild Wings, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to hard to find for some people. The other one um, I kind of got circled for this week is the Kansas State at TCU. On Saturday, that'll be good for sure. I I I, I like that TCU roster. This Kansas State for real. I don't know yet. Now looked good again yesterday. I did not think they would beat Baylor, but they did. So they're they're also playing with house money. Those two wins back to back are going to be as good as anybody has in this league to go at Texas and then at Baylor and win them both. Super impressive. So they're you know if you look at Tim Floyd standings, they're they're well above the field. Their two wins are, are, I'd say, a little bit better than Iowa State. But any time you have a 2-0 week on the road, you are in great position. When does Iowa State play them the first time? They go, we have them in Ames on the 24th. So, again, this is what's fun about it. Every game's going to matter going forward, and that's uh, another one to circle. They, they got us up in Ames last year. That was a disappointing one. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, last thing here on the Big 12 segment. TCU plays for the national championship in college football. If this thing's at 12, I think I'm going to bet Georgia. And And everybody knows that I'm a kind of a TCU guy. Like I've, I've been rooting for them all year. Yeah, I just kind of feel like Georgia being in that game with Ohio State may be the worst thing that could happen to TCU, and really Michigan too. I don't think that it would have been any different mm. if. But but all the sharp money and wise guys are on TCU here to keep this a game. So I, I hope that they're right. Like I want this to be a great game. The Big Twelve angle, obviously, like I just kind of feel like Georgia finally just puts them out of their misery. Lays it to them. I mean, if I'm looking at some of the the uh, Georgia scores, right? So mm-hmm. beat LSU by 20, beat Tennessee by 14, beat Florida by 22, beat Auburn by 30. So they've done this to pretty much everybody. I mean, they beat South Carolina by 41, Oregon by 45. Uh, you know, if Oregon plays TCU in a neutral field tomorrow, it's probably a pick 'em. Now, that's the first game. This is the last game. I, I think I tend to agree with you. I'm hopeful for TCU standpoint to at least make it competitive. It's great that they're playing in this. The last thing you want is this to be like 42 to 10 or something, and it's a laugher in the second half. And you've done so much to gain some momentum as far as the reputation of the Big 12 just to get blown out. You know, it's not the end of the world, but it's not great either. So I'm hopeful. But I agree with you. I'd probably play Georgia if I if I had to. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, regardless, it's been a nice run for for TCU, and it's it's fun to have a Big Twelve team in this game. We've, Absolutely, we've never seen that it, before. It, it does sound like the schedule's coming out here next week. We're getting it. I think so. How is it? Have you? Have I haven't you seen, seen it. Anything? I just heard it's coming soon. It's going to be weird with all these new teams. It is, and it's. I guess Texas and Oklahoma are in for next year at least. Yes. Yeah, they're. We reported that to the premium members yeah. next year next for year sure. In. The, the year after that's still probably not going to happen, right. from what I understand. But so we'll see if we get one or both of them. All right, um, segment three here. I want to give a shout out to Iowa State wrestling, which yes, looked really good today against Oklahoma or excuse me Arizona State in a battle of top fives. Felt like to me, and I just watched it from home. I had some friends who were there send me some pictures, and then Jacqueline did a good job covering it. So Jacqueline bug got run over. Well, oh, really? Yeah. I, didn't, I missed that. Yeah, the uh, what guy was it? The kid from Davenport for Iowa State about barreled into her on the, which the guy on, on I've never heard it called this, but kept calling the the area. I'm not a wrestling guy. Kept calling it the boundary waters. Not that that was mm. great. Like outside the circle, mm. the guy loved the boundary water term. Anyway. I um admittedly didn't have the sound on 
the Vikings were playing. They, they had got, the, 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 they the, had sound. the sound. We playoff implications. We had we had stuff, right. but wrestling got the big TV today. Vikings got the it's, sound. It, is how I went it. with it. Got it. Um, that felt to me like the most big time the program has been since Kale was the coach. And I and, and hear me out. They've wrestled in big duels before. Mm-hmm. They've had big wins before. But usually to have a electric crowd like that, it's Iowa's in town, right? Like this was I get it, a really good opponent. Like I, I they had Missouri come in a few years ago, yeah, right? And, and we're like, big. this is huge. And then got buried yes. early. Yep. This one felt to me hmm. the two top fives, Arizona State, so it's not this household name. This isn't even Oklahoma State that we have this history with. That place was on fire and the team backed it up. I thought that was a really big deal to me today. Again, not having Iowa in the equations big because whenever they come, you yeah, know, it's they, full. they'll puff their chest of, oh, well, we're, we're bringing yeah. the fans anyway. Correct. That was a phenomenal crowd and a really good win for Dresser's team. And, and it was pretty dominant from the get go. Now, the, you know, Arizona State was able to get a couple, but the last two went to sudden, yeah, sudden death, and uh, Arizona State won them both. So it's probably closer than it actually was there. But it just feels like Iowa State's getting closer to whatever. When I mean, you think about it, they had Penn State there, they had Iowa there, and if they're not ranked third, whatever the rankings are, come out, then what's wrong with the rankings? Because they're clearly, if Arizona State was third, that those two programs. Iowa State was by far and away better in, in on Sunday between those two. So I would guess Iowa State's going to move up to at least third. Mm-hmm. And the only two above you are Iowa and Penn State. And isn't that wasn't that the goal? Now, ultimately, the goal is to beat them. But the progress to be made from where it was when Dresser started four years ago to now, it's been slow in some ways, but also very methodical. And I mean, I, and I he, don't, he just kept the faith. I don't know enough about the rest of the league, but like if you were to put a, you know, Vegas was to project the big 12 champion right now, Iowa state is like, Oh, a, absolutely. Minus 400. Like what, you know, like they're a strong favorite. I totally agree. Yeah. So I, I mean, the Which, next, the next highest ranked team is, uh, Oklahoma state's down. It, Oklahoma state's way down. would be, Missouri at 10. Yeah. Because they're in the Big 12 for wrestling. Uh, why are we let them wrestle with us? <laughs> Could somebody explain that to me? I, I'm not the one to explain that. I know that. I have no idea why they let them wrestle with us. It doesn't make any sense to me. Are you okay with Northern Iowa wrestling in the Big 12? Yeah, I'm fine with them because they didn't ever spurn the Big 12. That's fair. Right? Like, they're just wrestling up and, like, they're a good program and they're friends, right? Like, we're... We're okay with them. Yeah. I like Schwab. Like, yeah, hey, I, what? yeah. Let's let's have Missouri go somewhere else. Totally. No, yeah, make them wrestle in some shitty league. Yeah. We don't need we don't them. need you, Missouri. All right. Well, so Tuesday night we got the men. Wednesday night we had the women. Yep. Couple home. I'm just home bummed. Games. I'm really bummed tonight. I I you're not alone. I just don't feel. I just don't feel good after what happened today. You know, and it's in basketball. Iowa State has been really, really fortunate to not have this really happen much. If you think about it, 
It no, you're right. Just hasn't, especially in the middle of a season, it just really hasn't happened. So to have a significant knee injury like this, it's just, it's just kind of a gut punch, and it's, yeah, you just you're just trying to figure it out, we'll one be, way or another. We'll be with you. You know, we're gonna be here the whole time. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We are C Dub. Two months from the day from the start of the Big Twelve tournament. Really? Yeah. It's a lot closer than it seems. We are close. Get this, everybody. We are closer to the Big 12 tournament than we were to the start of the basketball season. Wow. How's it? So spring Feels coming. like the season just started. Right? right? I know. That's pretty cool. It's coming. It's going to be a fast and furious finish. Appreciate you, Bloom. Yeah. Thank you, pal. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. We're going to let you take us out.